Social Zoom Factor, episode 232. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Get paid faster and save time billing and invoicing with our new partner, FreshBooks. Claim your free month by visiting freshbooks.com slash social zoom and enter social zoom factor in the how did you hear about us section. No credit card required. Are you ready to make your dream of owning and launching a business a reality? Our partner HostGator has everything you need to make that dream come to life online. Zoom your business turbo by visiting socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom and save 50% on your hosting package. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom. Save 50% now. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are going to dig right in because we have a lot to cover, and we're going to get a little geeky, and you're going to need to put your marketing hat on. We are going to be talking about Facebook groups. For those of you who follow me, you probably know that I have been really busy recently. I've been on-site doing a ton of on-site training, really trying to get out face-to-face with a lot of small businesses, small medium businesses. And not only are we working really closely with L'Oreal and Redken, and we're training all of their Redken salons on-site and online through our member academy, but I've also been just working with different organizations like SCORE mentors and different associations and all different sorts of uh, people and companies. And I've been doing this so I can really get out and understand what are the things that people understand and what are the things that they don't. So where are they struggling? And so you're going to see over the next couple of months, me really cover a lot of content where I know a good majority of you probably are either not utilizing these features of social media and the social platforms, or you really don't know how to optimize them. So today, we're talking about Facebook groups. And although a lot of people may know what a Facebook group is, they may be in a Facebook group for their neighborhood community, when it comes to business, a lot of small business people, and even leaders in larger organizations, they don't really understand the power of Facebook groups. And I've seen even some enterprise orgs recently utilize like Twitter DM groups instead of a Facebook group. And I'm like, this would be a lot more efficient if we could all hop on over to Facebook. So that's my goal today. My goal today is to give you an introduction to Facebook groups, but also enable you to walk away with some strategies and tactics that you can start to implement right away. And as always, I want to inspire you to do the double click to learn more. And if you are really wanting to master Facebook marketing for business and things like Facebook groups, please head on over to socialprofitfactor.com slash Zoom, which is our brand new training academy on social media 
branding and digital marketing. And we just publicly announced that in the episode right before this one. So episode 231. So you can go learn all about that on that episode and you can head on over to socialprofitfactor.com slash zoom. And then you'll also see you get a great coupon and some other bonus offers because you're listening to this podcast. And in Social Profit Factor, I mean, we teach you everything you need to know about Facebook marketing and creating your own social media strategies and and all of those things. So as I always say, it's not just about the technology. So even though today we're digging into Facebook groups, you're not going to be able to really grow a Facebook group that's going to impact your business till you have a social media strategy and plan, till you know what success looks like, till you know who your audience is, right? Till you have a content strategy and the list goes on. But let's go ahead and get geeky on Facebook groups. So what we're going to cover today, I will give you an overview of what is a Facebook group. How does it differ from a Facebook page? When do you use a Facebook group versus a Facebook page? And some tips for managing it, building community, as well as we'll even talk about welcoming new members. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of how to set up a Facebook group because that would be really hard to cover in a podcast. So that's why we've created the Learning Academy for you to check that out. But let's talk about what is a Facebook group, okay? A Facebook group basically provides a private space for us to share with small groups of people such as family, clubs, teammates, or best friends. And these can be work colleagues as well, industry colleagues. So what are the different types of groups? Well, we have geographical groups. So those would be a neighborhood group, a networking group, a community group. So those are based on a location. So every community I think I've lived in the past 10 years, it hasn't been that many, I guess, two communities, we have had an online Facebook group for that neighborhood. Okay, and so where you can, you know, talk about what's happening, what neighborhood events you have going on, as well as, you know, keep crime down, uh, talk about local businesses in the area. So that can be very helpful. And if you haven't dipped your toe into Facebook groups yet, I think those neighborhood and geographical groups are a great way to start. And even if you own a small business or you work professionally, it's a great way to network too. So if you're looking to grow your business, you know, what better referral can you get then somebody that already knows you online and then you see them offline? They're like, oh, hey, Pam, I know you from um, the Facebook group. I was just at CrossFit the other night and a lady recognized me from the local group. And right away, she started talking to me about, oh, I think my husband was talking about your services, right? So it all kind of comes together. We want to integrate that online with offline. And that's where those geographical groups can really help that. Then we have personal groups. So those would be like friends and family. So those are you know, maybe you're planning a big anniversary or a birthday party and, you know, friends and family will get together that Christmas exchange gift or whatever it may be. Then we have interest or topical groups. So these are where you have groups of people who are interested in the same type of content. So that could be niche groups, uh, hobbies, interests, uh, sports, you know, maybe that's swimming, uh, CrossFit, fishing, you know, you think of anything you like to do, drones, 
Friends, and there is a group for that. Um, also technical. So when you think about, there's Apple groups. You know, I think of every type of technology that we use in our business, there are private groups on Facebook that talk about that, be that email automation, be it content marketing, be it website development, right? There's private groups that talk about all those things. Then we have private groups. So those would be study groups, support groups. It could be for a school or organization. It could be a club that you are a member of, maybe a women's club, a men's club, a Toastmasters club. Uh, could be a staff or team private group. We work with a lot of clients that they have a private group for certain parts of their team. Then we have professional groups. So those are business groups, support groups, product fans, um, influencer marketing groups, and the list goes on. So there are some similarities between a Facebook a business page and a Facebook group. Let's talk about those. So the similarities are that you both a page and a group have a custom name and a custom URL. So you you get a designated name and URL that you can point people to. Okay. So it's like facebook.com slash, you know, Pam more marketing net. Uh, we have posts up here in newsfeed. So both the group and the page, the content is going to appear in the news feed of the people who are a member of that group or the people who like that page. Members can get notifications of new posts, all right? And they can set that up, how often they want to be notified, uh, when they want to be notified, that type of thing. You can find it via a Facebook search. Uh, you can restrict permissions on posting and liking and joining. You can organize events and you can have photo albums. So how does a Facebook page differ from a Facebook group? Well, a Facebook page, key difference right now is you can do advertising, right? So tons of advertising options on a page. You can run contest apps, right? So we can implement via the tab feature and do all sorts of different things with the Facebook apps. We can look at insights. So we get deeper insights and data as to how people are interacting with our posts and our content that we have on the page, people who have liked that page, as well as demographics, that type of thing. We have brand to community communication. So that means it is a brand talking to the community. The community can talk back to you, but that's a key difference we're going to cover here in a minute regarding communication with groups. And then indexed on Google, that's huge. So a page, the content is indexed on Google. And so that can really help with, you know, organic traffic that's coming to your website or your blog or wherever you're driving that, that you're not having to pay for. And you can participate as a brand, right? So you participate as a logo. With a group, it is more private, right? So it is a more intimate setting, although there are some groups, you know, there's a couple groups, one group I'm part of that's 70,000 people now, but it still feels intimate because it's a, it's a niche product group and we're all a bunch of geeks in there. And so we're all pretty close <laughs> and it's not all 70,000 people are communicating all the time. So it is more private, even if it's a larger group, it's private. And then um, you can set the different settings to how private that is. A group enables you to store files and documents more easily. It will have higher visibility in the news feed. At least that's how it's working right now. So because people are more apt to sign up for notifications for a group than they also are for a page, um, they're going to get your notifications 
if you have good content in that group and good community going on, but it also Facebook right now is giving higher visibility oftentimes for group content. And then it's equal communication um, equals collaboration. So if you are communicating well, you are going to get good collaboration, right? People are part of that group. So you want to make sure that you are driving collaboration, not doing the brand to community communication. We want equal communication to be between the people who own the page, who are admins of the page, to the community. We want to make sure that they're collaborating. And a group is viewable only inside of Facebook, whereas with Facebook page, right, we can see that content through other platforms and APIs. So we can embed, you know, comments and that type of thing. With a group, you can only see that through the Facebook group. And then key difference is really that it participate, you participate as a person versus a brand. Although there's, you know, new features that Facebook has announced that you're going to be able to participate as a brand. I am not seeing that highly uh, respected or liked when it comes to groups because really people want to communicate as a person. I know some of the groups that I manage, I probably will not be letting people in if they come in as a brand. So why Facebook groups? Let's talk about this. So we talked about it being higher visibility. So higher visibility of posts from group page owners and members. You can more easily capture attention of members, okay? Collaborate in a private setting, more equal communication, as well as enable community members to be able to talk to each other, right? And that's a key difference is that the power is in community. And as I always say, people don't just buy things, they join things, right? So people want to be part of something bigger than they can do all by themselves. So when you create a Facebook group, you're enabling people to communicate with one another more easily. They can post their own post. They don't have to wait for a brand to post it, right? When they post a post in a group, they're Everybody in that community is going to be able to see that post. Now, what can you do in a group? So you can customize settings. So from privacy settings to notification settings to, you know, who can post, um, what type of authority people get to post, whether you approve uh, their post right away or not. Now, I want you to be careful with that because... I've seen, and there's a couple brand technologies that I use where there's, I'm not going to name any names, but there's a, an email marketing company that has been having some technical problems, let's say. And so they got tired of people complaining on their public Facebook page and on Twitter. So they set up a private Facebook group. Now that's all fine and good, right? And there's close to 800 people in that group now. But then they started censoring the content in that group because now people are talking about the problems they have in that Facebook group. So if you have a product right now that maybe has some issues, you really want to make sure that you are thinking about how you are going to manage content that's getting posted to that group from the group members, right? You don't want to just shut everybody off because what happened with this particular company is they started censoring content and then members are complaining. So what's going to happen then? People are going to go back to the public channels because they, they aren't allowed to have a voice inside this private group. So to be successful at a group, kind of my point is here, you have to have the right mindset, Okay, so you really want to be focused on community. 
if you're if you're creating a group to put a band-aid on a product problem, you're probably not going to see a lot of success. You're likely to tick more people off than you're going to be providing value. So as you create a group, I want you to have the objectives in relationships and in building community and empowering, you know, customers, employees, friends, partners, um, local, micro, or national influencers. I want you to think about relationships. But inside of a group, you can post updates. You can go live with Facebook video. Um, You can share photos and documents. You can plan and organize your events. And of course, you can sell your products and services. So you have a group. You can communicate to them whatever you want. Now, same rules go, as we always talk about. We don't want to be selling too much, right? But we want to always make sure we're providing value, but you can absolutely sell inside of a group. Now, how do you know when you need a page versus when you need a group? So you need a Facebook page so you can establish an official public presence for your business on Facebook, okay? Public is the keyword and it's official. And when you mostly want to post your own brand content. So if you're just starting out and getting on social media and you really don't have an online community, it's probably going to be hard to get that Facebook group started. You're going to be better off starting with the Facebook page and, you know, establish your brand first there. Make sure you're utilizing other networks like Instagram and, and, you know, LinkedIn and Twitter and and your blog and all those good things. Um, But you'll want a page also so you can use Facebook to make announcements about your business. So that's where you can kind of have that formal communication. Uh, Also, you can advertise. So the Facebook advertising system is amazing. And so you can utilize Facebook advertising to achieve your business goals, to grow community, to sell your product, to increase brand awareness, all those things. And it's great if you are also just starting out and you don't have community. You're definitely going to want to start with that page. Now, you need a group if you have a community that is waiting to connect with one another. So like they want to communicate. So like when we launched our Get Real Chat community, they wanted a group, right? So we had the Get Real Chat Twitter chat on Twitter for a long time. And we've put that on hold a little bit lately just because we've had so much going on and everybody else has too. Uh, We're looking at bringing that back online very soon, but we're going to be more focused on some online events and training. But when you have community already, and they are wanting to take it to the next level, that is where a Facebook group is perfect, right? So it's where you want to build your brand as friendly, as helpful, as human, as more interactive. And you want your content to also include community content. Because once you create a group, then people start sharing content within that group, right? And it's it's when you want your community to also be able to help collaboration, right? Because then they can help make sure those relationships keep going and continue to be nurtured and and not all the responsibility is put on you. And any community that is run, you know, appropriately and with success is going to have natural leaders anyway that are going to step up. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, I have community, but I don't know who would be my leader, leaders, you probably really don't have that solid of a community foundation yet. And I would encourage you to check out some of our other podcast episodes on community. Um, We have a ton of content I've put out there on how to build community, what are the structured, you know, 
pillars for community success. Um, you know, I've been building communities online for 20 plus years. So dig into some of those resources and we cover all that and social profit factor as well. But also you need a group really when you were wanting to use community as a differentiator where you're going to be able to really stand out from the crowd and start to use it in as a, a valid value proposition and a feature of what you have to offer, right? That you're taking those relationships to the next level and able to really, you know, have that unfair competitive advantage with your competition. So what are the cons of utilizing a Facebook group then? You're like, okay, Pam, that sounds great. Tell me what's the bad part. They can be time consuming. Okay. So it is going to take time because now you've launched a new community. You're going to have to do some moderation. So that's why you want to make sure you have those community leaders that can help you out. And you can only participate as a Facebook profile. Um, really, you don't want to be in there as a Facebook business managing a group. It's you want to humanize it. And even when it's Facebook lets you do that, I really encourage you to keep it keep it human, right? We want to be building those relationships. And the other con compared to if you were to build a community on your own turf, digital turf is that you have to um, develop and adhere to the community guidelines of Facebook. So and then you're going to need to develop your own community guidelines as well. All right. So I still have quite a few things we're going to cover here. We're going to be going into promotion and building community, some of those things. But before we do that, we really need to hear a word from our sponsors. So please give them a listen. They are what keeps this podcast rocking and enables us to continue to provide value for you. And I will be right back. Have so much time to do invoicing and manage my expenses is not something you hear most entrepreneurs and small business leaders ever say. Getting some of that very precious time back is something our new partner, FreshBooks, can help you with. You can streamline invoicing and get paid online faster. Using FreshBooks, it takes approximately 30 seconds to create and send an invoice. Easily add your own logo and color scheme that reflects your brand. Do you have those clients that seem to always be late in payments? FreshBooks can help send late payment reminders to your clients automatically so you don't have to chase them down. FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all of our listeners totally free right now and you don't even need a credit card. Just head on over to freshbooks.com slash social zoom and enter social zoom factor in the how did you hear about a section. Again, that is freshbooks.com dot com slash social zoom and no credit card is required. Do you have a big dream to launch your business online, but stuck with how to get started? The social and digital web today can be overwhelming, even to the most seasoned business and marketing leaders. Well, regardless of your experience, have no fear. Our partner HostGator can help you not only secure your business domain, help you set up hosting, but they can also help you get started with your first website, e-commerce site, blog, SEO services, and more. Their cloud and other services scale with you as your business grows from shared VPS to dedicated servers. We host all of our sites on HostGator and I love that their support is available 24-7, 365 days of the year via chat, 
phone, and email. Get started today and save 50% by visiting socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for an immediate 50% savings now. I'm back. Okay, so now I'm going to just go over a few details on setting up your group. I am not going to cover this in detail. If you want that information, you're going to need to go check out the Facebook help files uh, on facebook.com and or in their community help files. They have the blueprint training, that type of thing. Or I encourage you to go check out our social profit factor training where we go in detail on all these things. But a couple things you do need to be aware of. As you start to set up your group, you are going to want to really make sure you understand the privacy settings, okay? So you can have either a public, a closed, or a secret group. A public group, anyone can see the members and their posts, okay? A closed group, anyone can find the group in search, but only members can see the posts. And then a secret group, only members can find the group in search, but it requires a direct link to the group to add or invite new people. So non-members are not going to be able to see the posts or the members. And you may think that sounds great because you're like, hey, I don't want everybody to know who's in my group. But the thing you need to know, if you set that group a secret, people are not going to be able to find it in search unless they are already a member. Okay, so unless they have that link from you, they are not going to be able to find it. So even on like our social profit factor group, we do not keep that a secret because I want people to easily be able to find that link. Although as soon as they get the, as soon as you buy a seat to Social Profit Factor Academy, you immediately get an email that says, hey, welcome to Social Profit Factor. Here's your login to the Academy. And here is the link to come join our private Facebook group. Now, not everybody joins that group, but over time, you know, a good majority of those people will join. But even though they get the link to join, everybody loses their email or they don't see it all every time they log in on the right top of the screen in the academy, we want to make sure they can easily find it and through search. So that's why we do not even set that type of group to private. So just be, or to secret, be very careful in how you set that up. And Facebook has some good resources. They're a little confusing, but they have some good resources on those settings. And like I said, we cover those details in Social Profit Factor Training Academy. And then you're also going to want to make sure you understand, you know, and choose the membership approval method. So where any member can add or approve members or where you require approval by an admin or a moderator. And now I love it that Facebook has added that you can now add you know, up to three questions that you can ask anybody who joins your group. So that's great for really market research and understanding who your members are. And you can ask them, you know, what's your greatest challenge or what's the business that you own? What's your role? So it's great to really learn more and understand about the people who are joining your group. And you can require those questions to be answered before they even join your group. Next thing is you want to make sure that you add community guidelines, okay? So you want to make sure in the description when you set up the group that you are providing guidelines up front because I guarantee you as you start to grow your group, you're going to run into challenges if you are not setting some standards up front. So you want people to know, are they allowed to promote themselves? Are they allowed to provide an affiliate link? Um, What are you going to do if they 
put promotional content up there? Are you going to delete it? You know, how many times do they do that before you kick them out? And encourage people, you know, if you want them to flag promotional content. So you're going to need to figure out how you want to do that. Now let's talk a little bit about promotion. Okay, so when it comes to promotion, how do you promote your group? So key things are you can share the link on anywhere that you have community. So that could be through email, through other social networks, through webinars, through online events, uh, Facebook live videos, YouTube live, Periscope, you name it, right? Anywhere you are that people are listening to you, um, watching you, reading about you, you can link to a Facebook group. You can also invite people personally. So if you're meeting them face to face, you're in a, you know, Facebook Messenger discussion, Twitter di- private direct message conversation with them. You can send them over to your group. Uh, invite people via your personal Facebook profile, right? You, if you want, and you're really trying to drive growth of a big group, you could, you know, put that link right on your page, your business page. You could put it up in your cover image of any of your social profiles. You can share to other group members that you're already a member of, but be careful because many group owners, they have guidelines about doing this. And a lot of group people, owners really don't like you to do that. Uh, So just be careful there of how you're behaving in other groups. And then encourage group members to invite their friends and their colleagues, okay? And then, of course, Facebook advertising. So you can utilize Facebook advertising to drive growth of your group as well. Make sure you are not inviting people to your group without having asked them already. And Facebook will let you do this. They will let you invite people, and then it brings them into the group automatically, Okay, so you need to make sure that you're not dragging people into the group and they don't hardly even know what your name is. That is going to hurt you more than it helps you. And it's really going to make you look like a spammer. Okay, so what you want to do is just make sure you are always focused on community. Okay, be available. Um, Make sure you're posting relevant and interesting content. Make sure that you have, you know, get some ideas together for themes. So maybe daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly themes where you can really engage your community. Exclusive content and events for members. Facebook live video events. Um, You could put members in a hot seat for special attention. So, you know, you bring in one of your customers or one of the members and, you know, let's take a look at your business. Let's take a look at uh, whatever it is that the service that you offer, you know, let's take a look at what you've done in your community for your business. You know, so if I was doing it, let's take a look at your Facebook page. Let's take a look at your blog. Let's take a look at what you're doing on Facebook live videos. I could put somebody in the hot seat and, you know, analyze their strategy or their plan that they've done. And we're doing a lot of, we'll be doing a lot of this in social profit factor community, putting people in the hot seat who are making progress for, um, on their training that they're completing in our academy. And the benefit to them when you put people in a hot seat is it gives them attention, right? So it lets people know about their business as well as they get feedback from others on what they think. Uh, but I encourage you just to, you know, get real and creative and and have fun. Make sure that you are encouraging collaboration and participation and that you are encouraging people to comment and to create content. Now, if you're just starting a brand new community, be patient because it's going to take time uh, for people to feel comfortable and sharing. And they may be in a lot of different groups. So don't get frustrated if even for the first three months, hardly anybody is communicating. As your group starts to grow, you will see that they will start to communicate more. And all it takes really is a couple loudmouths um, 
And, and then everybody starts to chime in. So that's when your natural leaders kind of really start to step up. But have fun. Make sure that you're offering something different inside the group than you are on your Facebook business page. Uh, you want it to really be that they're getting some unique content or they're getting unique access to you, uh, that there's something different that they're getting. Maybe it's a Facebook live event that you only do inside of your group. And then if you can assign a moderator. So as it starts to grow, if you have somebody on your team or an extended team member or you know somebody that's in the community, ask them to moderate. And if you have a lot of people who are saying, hey, how can I help you, Pam, with this group, um, which is really what we have had, then you can even assign people different months. You know, I know there's been a lot of times where I've been out of town. I'm like, hey, can you keep a, keep your eye on this and make sure, you know, everything's getting, questions are getting answered and the community's rocking. And then stick to your goals and objectives. Okay, so like with anything you're doing, just make sure that you stay focused on your why. Why do you have this Facebook group to begin with? And as new members come in, uh, create a welcome to the group document and post that in the document section, all right? You could have a video there that's welcoming them. Um, do a weekly or monthly Facebook Live video that's welcoming new members if you have a ton of members that are coming in there all the time. But, um, you know, just really be thinking of where are the people who are coming in? And not geographically, but where is their mindset? Do they know this community? Are they going to feel comfortable? Um, depending on that, if it's a community that already knows each other, you're not going to have to spend so much time on welcoming them and introducing them. You're going to want to immediately go to value. You know, let's, let's get down and dirty. Let's talk about some of these things that we're all struggling with. Um, problems you're going to help them solve. Now, if you have a community that hasn't been together for a long time, that's where you're going to want to make sure you're welcoming them. You're helping them feel comfortable because you want to start to get that collaboration going. So there you have it in a nutshell. I gave you an overview of Facebook groups. We covered what is a group? Why do you need a group? Why does, how does it differ from a page? Some best practices for community and promotion and content and um, welcoming new members. So I hope that this was useful for you today. Uh, we covered a lot in 30 minutes and I encourage you to head on over to socialprofitfactor.com slash Zoom and you can use the coupon code Zoom. You'll see the details there on that page to get some incredible savings and bonuses. And if you liked this podcast today, I guarantee you, you're going to love social profit factor. It is a uh, online training portal and academy that is packed with over 18 courses. We cover everything from strategy, audience marketing to uh, deep dives on every single top social network. So we are going to help you rock the social web. So head on over there. And I thank you for hanging out with me today. Best of success to you and your Facebook groups. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.